This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Recording on Monday, November 26th. This is the episode 20 news segment. As always, I'm Dan Pineda. In NFL news, the Jaguars have benched Blake Bortles for their upcoming weekend game against the Indianapolis Colts. Bortles hasn't been playing his best at all lately during Jacksonville's seven-game losing streak. In their last game, Bortles threw for 127 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and was sacked three times and had a passer rating of 46.8 against the 3-7 Buffalo Bills. As a result, Cody Kessler will take the reins against the Colts on Sunday. In MLB news, Hanley Ramirez, formerly of the Boston Red Sox, is playing winter league ball in the Dominican Republic, is looking trim, and is hitting home runs all over the place. Don't be surprised if he gets a call very soon. In more baseball news, Josh Donaldson has signed a one-year $23 million deal with the Atlanta Braves. This deal reunites the former MVP with former Blue Jays general manager Alex Anthopoulos. In NHL news, the Philadelphia Flyers have fired their general manager, Ron Hextile, who has been with their team since 1999. The Flyers are 13th in the Eastern Conference and 7th in the Metropolitan Division. They are losers of five of their last six games and have the second worst goal differential in their conference. Finally, in NCAA news, in what was a wild weekend in college football, Michigan has been bumped from the college football playoffs after their loss to now number six Ohio State, who moved up from the number 10 spot. Michigan falls to number eight in the country, while Georgia moves into the college football playoffs to the number four seed in the country after their rout of Georgia Tech on Saturday. Other notable teams that moved up include UCF, who moved to number seven, and Oklahoma moved from number six to number five. The top three teams in the country remain unchanged going into the conference championship weekend this upcoming Saturday, December 1st. This has been the episode 20 news segment, and now on with the show. Welcome, everybody, to episode 20 of Ride the Pine. We made it. We made it to episode 20. Uh, This is a podcast where three friends discuss sports with a side of anxiety and loss of doubt. As always, I'm your host, Dan. I'm joined for this segment by just Kyle. But Kyle, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Do we get any sort of like reward for reaching number 20 or like an achievement unlocked? I I wish there was. That'd be nice, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, like bon- bonus pay at episode 20. <laughs> bonus pay. You can just yeah, add well, it right on my salary. Uh, what 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 salary? But let's uh let's jump right into it. Um I know we got a action-packed episode coming coming out our listeners this week. We got a lot to do this week. But um 
Let's get into the review of this uh, last week that was Thanksgiving week of football. It's a pretty interesting week of football, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was great. The games on Thursday, they were all, it was good, but like, I feel like we all pretty much had those games, you know what I mean? Like there were ones like, I know Washington Dallas was pretty, pretty close either way, whoever, but like people were pretty much on Chicago, definitely all in ones. So it was kind of what I expected, but um, still some great games. And then uh, Sundays were yeah, Sunday we had a couple games that were uh, that came down to the wire and a couple upsets. So it was it was really great to see. I, I wanted to start off with uh, the thir- the games from Thanksgiving. Um, what did you think uh, of the Bears? The way they finished off the Lions in that game. Oh, that was great. I mean, that just definitely defines their season right now with their defense. Um, I, I love seeing that. It's my defense. I have my fantasy, so I'm even more partial. But um, just goes to show, you know, a good, strong defense um, can help you prevail as long as your offense is sustainable. You know, you can't be dead on a They even had the backup in there and took care of business. Yeah, and what's funny, that backup just happened to be under the tutelage of Drew Brees for about three seasons. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that he went out and he, and he played well. Like, he didn't need to put up a ton of points. He just needed to put up enough just for them to, to squeak by Detroit this week for when Trubisky comes back next week. Yeah, and you feel more confident. You have a defense like that, like you know you can give up a little bit here and there when you have their you know, their kind of defense to help out. Right. No, absolutely. Um the other game I wanted to touch on, because you know, obviously Saints Falcons was a great game, but we knew what the end result was gonna be. The Falcons have just been slipping all season and the Saints have just been absolutely on fire. Um I wanted to touch on the Cowboys Redskins game, mainly because uh Amari Cooper Welcome to the NFL 20, 2018. It was going to happen at some point, but did he go off or did he go off? Yeah, yeah, those are some big plays he had. No, I think he had 186 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Pretty pretty hard to beat those numbers by any receiver this week. Yeah, no, those were nice, and he still showed his speed. I'm surprised he got away from him. The one, what was it, like the 80-yarder across the middle, he broke a tackle or two. I'm really surprised he pulled that one off. Yeah, no, that was a little surprising, you know, given his injury history. But um, it was it was really great to see the Cowboys offense kind of morph into what I think. I, I felt like this was coming at some point right. after the season that Dak had last year. It was, it was only a matter of time that it was going to kind of go back to the way it was. And like I said a couple of weeks ago, they're going to make a run at the NFC East crown because the Eagles don't look that great right now. Well, no, they don't look good at all. And, you know, yeah, they won this week against the Giants, but that was like by the skin of their teeth. No, the oh, yeah, they did. Jeez, I thought the Giants won. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't even know if they should have won that one. Um, yeah, that was definitely the Giants game to lose, typical fashion. But, um, yeah, the Cowboys, no, they should look better. I mean, I hate to even discredit either one of them, Cooper or Dak, but, like, I think that, you know, they help each other. You know, Dak, he's, he's like, way too small of a quarterback. He doesn't, he doesn't take chances. He pretty much... Either you see him looking to always run or he's dumping it off. With Amari, it's almost like he was reminded, oh, you know, throw a few 12 to 20-yard passes. And Amari, being a good receiver and not dropping balls, it makes it worth it, you know? So it's almost like it reminds him like, oh, yes, you, you can still do that. And then same for Amari, you know, he now has someone getting the ball like that and taking some shots on him and he's going to put some production up, you know? I think they're just going to hopefully mesh pretty well. Yeah, no, I, I I can tell that you know it took a couple of weeks for them to get the chemistry down, but yeah, of man, he he looked great this past week, and 
if you have Amari Cooper on your fantasy team going forward, good for you because that's a, a hell of a find on the waiver wire back probably a couple weeks ago when he got traded. Uh, game that I know I definitely want to talk about, and I'm sure you're going to love talking about this one. How about them Browns? I was just going to say them. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. They look great. On both sides of the ball, not just on offense. They, they were causing turnovers. They were causing Andy Dalton all sorts of mayhem. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. They definitely, he definitely, or not he, they they caused some trouble. Um, and my guy Nick Nick Chubb, um, way back when I said he was going to have like the the blow up of the week, it, it took another week or two. But once Carlos Hyde get out of there, that guy is a a workhorse running back, and I am so thankful I get to start him alongside Alvin Kamara every week. Yeah, that that's a heck of a duo for sure. Um, Ch- Chubb is just he just reminds me of just that ground and pound running back like a guy like he'll run downhill and if you're in his way he'll run you over right yeah and he seems he, to be smart yeah he is he's very intelligent he doesn't fall like, he doesn't lose yards very often he knows to take what he can get and he knows when to get down like he, yeah he knows right. when he's down he's like all right i'm just gonna go down i'm not gonna try oh. to fight for more and lose the ball yeah when you get six yards you don't need seven you know save save that hit or save that fumble or whatever and Use it for the next drive, uh, the next uh, run. And you know the way they use Duke Johnson; he's pretty much a receiver for them. They, mm-hmm. you know, now now Chubb is kind of benefiting from that because they they naturally like to throw to their running backs. So he seems to get get a few catches a game at least. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that game, uh, did you see the play where Andy Dalton got hurt? No. When the so it was a it was a botched oh. snap, and Dalton ran after it. And as he was going to the ground, I guess his they said something about his finger got like bent back in a very unnatural way uh, by a defensive yep. lineman for Cleveland. And after some x-rays and some tests today, Andy Dalton out for the season. IR, yep, crazy. So that, I, I don't know about you, but I think that pretty much ends the Bengals season. It's sick, isn't it scary? You think of it, um, the way the NFL changes. That's why it's like, it's great to see your team start out well, um, but it just really it doesn't make much difference through four, five, six weeks where you're at. Week four, Cincinnati and Miami were four zero. Yeah, right. Was it my or was Miami three zero? Whatever. No, it was. they were both four zero. That's just sick. Like, give me, oh God, talk about falling apart. I, we didn't expect Cincinnati to keep it up, but I mean, you would think they could have at least gone five hundred the rest of the year. But they're gonna do worse than. Yeah. No, I I think losing AJ Green first, then uh, sorry, losing losing Tyler Eifert first. Yeah, then AJ Green see, yeah. and now Dalton. It's just it's too many injuries. You can't and Green keep up with it. might be back next week, but they're not going to have the same quarterback thrown. And you know what? Maybe right now that could be the team that needs a little change. Um, every so often, certain backups come in and do pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. I could see that being okay for them. I mean, they're, they're what one in five, uh, one in six. Their last seven games. Yeah, six out of their last seven, they lost. They stink. Uh, on, and on a side note, there was a report on from Bleacher Report. Um, this morning. So Marvin Lewis is obviously looking at retiring either after this season or after next season. The talk is the former Browns coach, Hugh Jackson, will take over yeah, when Marvin Lewis when when Marvin Lewis retires. Oh no. <laughs> that overachieving Cincinnati team. Yeah. I mean if Lewis retires, it's it's to stay ahead of being fired. Uh it's insane how long he's been around. He's been coaching there for sixteen seasons and he's yet to yeah. win a playoff game. What? That's that's and awful. he's not even a bad coach. He's like he's a good coach. He knows football. He's really smart. But like he you know, he, he doesn't have anything dynamic about him and he's never had a team that knows how to play, really, you know? No, they don't. You're absolutely right. 
Um, and it's I a mean, shame they're... too because he's been surrounded by good players too, like you know Giovanni Bernard, and you know you got a guy like Joe Mixon who's a great running yeah, back. Yeah. You got AJ Green, Tyler Eifert. It's I mean you got good players. But but it's like not surprising. Back when it was, uh, you know, the, the last best team they had in like '04 maybe with Carson Palmer throw into Chad Johnson and Hushman Zada, and then they had like Cedric Benz in the backfield maybe or someone like that. Like they've had some good players. They just they're not like a playoff caliber team franchise they're not a playoff yeah. caliber franchise no they're not and that that even dates back to even the 90s back when yeah. we were growing up they they weren't really that prominent of a team back then um don't be surprised if this is this is the start of a cleveland browns run uh i, I think this kind of statement win especially a division win on the road uh, that's a big win for them yeah. Oh, especially with the years to come. I hope this is the you know the change of the tide here. Yeah, Big Ben. It times against him. You know, eventually that's gonna. Uh, you know, they're not gonna be as dominant. Uh, Baltimore is a you know a defensive player or two away from being barely mediocre. Uh, and the Bengals kind of stink. So Cleveland, this this could be their decade coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I want to get your take on it because I I believe if I'm not mistaken that division is incredibly close in terms of record. So I'm actually looking yep. at here. So the Steelers are th- seven three and one. Yeah. The Ravens are six and five. The Bengals are five and six, and the Browns are four six and one. They're only three games back of the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's th- true. Th- this this race is not over yet. By any I means. mean four games because this Pittsburgh has the tiebreaker um, from beating them. Yeah, but, um, that's true. But yeah, no, I mean it's it, it's it's funny. It is close enough, especially where Pittsburgh isn't like you know high flying right now. And I'm not sure the rest of their schedule, but um, yeah, I mean Cleveland could pull off a few more wins, especially given where they finished dead last last year in their division. So they have some, they have a pretty easy schedule, you know. So things are lined up for them to at least get uh, the stadium rocking. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, I'm really a fan of Baker Mayfield. The way he's playing right now, yeah, he's he's playing like a man possessed. Now he's like really he's like amazing a to see. Different player in the NFL. It's cool. He's he's. I, I like him. I, I didn't think I was gonna like him at all coming in, but he's a cool dude. So I will say this: the the Browns do have a tough go the next couple of weeks. They got uh, on the road at the Texans. They got at home against your boys, the Carolina Panthers. They got on the road in Denver. At home against the Bengals, who they just whooped, and then on the road in Baltimore. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if they win two of those. You you would um, be surprised if they no, won two I, of those? I wouldn't. I, I think they'll win two. Now let me see what Pittsburgh has. I'm up their remaining schedule. Okay, this this could help the Browns. They got the Chargers Sunday Night Football next week. They got the Raiders in Oakland. They got the Patriots at home. Then they go to New Orleans to play the Saints. And then at home against the Bengals. Is that six games? Three, five. That's five games. They're going to win two. They're going to go two and three, I hope. That's a hard. I, I don't see them beating New England. Oakland plays Pittsburgh very well. Um, they'll probably still win. But I bet you they lose to New Orleans and New England for sure. And then um, who is it? I Baltimore? say they lose to the Chargers too. The Chargers oh, yeah. look no, no, ridiculous that, that was this season. Oh, yeah. No, I hope they take it to them. Um, shoot. And then they play Baltimore, you said too, right? No, they play the the Bengals at home in Week 17. Gotcha. I mean, that's a tough schedule. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's going to be Three interesting. Three of those final five games, are, those are not easy games. Yeah, the Ravens better get their act together because they can take the division. Easily could. And don't yeah. mind the Browns just sneaking up and getting a wild card spot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, right. yeah, imagine that. New England oh took care God. of business this week, huh? They didn't look great, but, I mean, good enough. No, they, they didn't. And I said this a couple weeks ago, Tom Brady is really starting to show his age. 
Like, you can tell he's not moving as fast as he used to. He's not moving with as much quickness as he usually has. And his throws, they're they're not as accurate as they used to. Yeah, and I think we forget as, like, spectators or, you know, when analysts look at it, like, Ely looked great, you know, coming out of the gun, right? Win or losing, he still looks pretty good. But this NFL football season is no joke. You know, the the second, third, fourth quarter of the season, not the game, but the season, you know, players start getting pretty banged up and pretty, like, you start to lose your steam. So I think, yeah, I think this is where it catches up with him just because he really has been around for so long. Um, It's going to make a tough, tough playoff run if they don't get a bye. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. If they don't get a bye week, um, honestly, there I see a couple other teams in the AFC that could easily beat them and, and move on. Um, you think so? One one of them being the Chargers. Um, the Chargers are a scary team right now. They put oh, 45 points. Granted, it was against Arizona, but that game was a massacre. It was 10 nothing Arizona right off the bat, and San Diego scored 45 unanswered. Yeah, that's, that was sick. That's, that, that's just sickening to think about. Um, yeah, Rivers well, looked nice, huh? What do you go, 28 of 29? Yeah, they said in the first half he was 19 and 19. Yeah, he broke the record. He set the record yeah. for most completions to start a game, 25. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, they were actually, I was listening to sports talk about this. They were complaining about QBR and like the quarterback uh, passer rating, you know, in the QBR. And he started out, you know, 25 or 25, and he had a rating of 144 or something. And they're like, he's perfect. He's hasn't thrown one incompletion, has yards and a touchdown, and he didn't have a perfect rating. He then finished the game with a few incompletions and, you know, touchdowns, and his rating went up a little bit. You know, like basically the whole like you know passer rating is just kind of a goofy thing. You have to get to one fifty eight point three, and that means perfect. But yet this guy went twenty eight of twenty nine for two hundred something yards and two or three touchdowns. Yeah, sick. Uh, uh, one game I definitely wanted to touch on before. Uh, actually, a couple games I wanted to, but this one first, mainly because there was some news that just came broke on it. He the Jaguars at the Jaguars. That yeah. brawl at the end, man, talk about some passion there at the end. But to a point, it, it, uh, there's there's passion, but then there's also just, you know, just pure, just not jealousy, but what what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe just frustration? Yeah, sore sportsmanship, obviously. But, you know, and what about that player for um, for Buffalo holding on to the ball? Like, yeah. Even like after the refs are blowing the whistle, there's a crowd, they're fighting, and they're still on the ground holding the ball. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you, uh, you. I'm sure you just heard the same news. Fournette suspended, right, for a game. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why that's I wanted huge. to bring it up. Yeah, I mean, barely matters for them. for them. They've gone from what 13 and three this year to last year to to three and eight. Uh, so it's almost irrelevant. But uh, fantasy wise, implications right there that that could kill you. Yeah, especially if like if your fantasy football playoffs start in week 14 and you need a right. big win and you got Fournette and he's like your main guy. That's that's a crushing blow to your team. Well, he is just missing next week, which is most leagues' uh, final week of the season. Right. You know, my, he's just missing <laughs> one game, right? He's just missing the one game. Yeah. In my so fan be, in my family league, our last week of the regular season is this week because we thir- have a twelve team league. Yeah. Thirteen or twelve? Twelve. Twelve team league. No. What week is is the last? Oh, week thirteen. Game? Yeah. That's same with ours. Yep. So that's not bad if you miss him for that and then get him for the playoffs. But, of course, if you need to win this week <laughs> to make it, then that stinks. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, the last game I wanted to touch on. Uh, actually, there's two games I wanted to touch on. Um, I love touching on. <laughs> good one. Um, the the final with the Steelers and the Broncos. With the Steelers down there in the red zone, touchdown ties the game. 
and Big Ben throws a pick. Yeah, he's just, man, isn't he the king of bad decisions sometimes? The guy can just fumble and bumble and bounce around and make it work, but he can also make it end. Uh, yeah, like the, the, like the game against the Jaguars. Right. Yeah, Granted, yeah, it was just... t- it was it was taken back because of a holding call, but he threw a pick in that game too at the end. What? It's... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Me. Yeah, right. It was. Yeah. Because of that holding, but yeah, he definitely he makes almost as many bad plays as good ones. Yeah. No. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy. But it stinks. So this time of year, I start I start seeing certain teams a certain way, and I'm like, oh, Pittsburgh's got this game, and this is what hurts my our pool that we're in, our Pickham's pool, because I'm just like, oh, Pittsburgh, no problem. But looking back, I'm like, geez, you know what? Denver almost always plays Pittsburgh pretty well, and they're at home. Like, of course they had a shot, you know? Um, you can't count those good teams out, even when they don't have a great record. You know, they're one game behind 500 now, but Denver's, they're not bad. They're still a good team, you know, and they play well at home. And and from what the announcers were saying, Denver actually has a very easy schedule to finish the season. And I'm actually just going to pull it up because low. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. You got... At the Bengals, at the 49ers, at home against the Browns, at the Raiders, and then at home against the Chargers. That's a that's a pretty good schedule to finish out the year. Jeez, I mean, week 17, That if, if they pull that one off, they could win five in a row. Yeah, they absolutely could. Wouldn't that Don't be insane? Don't be surprised if they run the table. Right, and, and I mean playoff wise, that's that's definitely would be uh, you know tough to pull uh, to pull out as far as wild card because right now Chargers would have to lose a few more for Denver to catch them. Uh, so that's one of the wild cards, you know. And then, of course, depending on what Baltimore or someone like Indy does, they have a shot at that second wild card for sure. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. That'd be um, cool to see. It would be. It would be really interesting to see. So, uh, and that's the crazy part about the AFC. Uh, you know, NFC. There's like clear cut guys who are going to make the playoffs. You know, there's without a shadow of a doubt. But then you got the AFC, though, from like seed number four down. It's like it's anybody's ball game. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Probably uh, last even from game, oh, three. Down. Go, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you the know, Steelers were Steelers were just number two in the in the AFC, and because they lost, they dropped to number four. Yeah, because like New England, Pittsburgh, and Kansas City, I think they'll finish one, two, three, as far as ranking. And Houston's pretty good, but I just don't know if they quite have it. So I mean, yeah, and, and I mean, with Indy being as close as they are, they they could. They could take the division, so that one's at least up in the air. And uh, last game I wanted to touch on before our first break was the Sunday night game, Vikings and Packers. Um, Vikings look so good right now. Well, what what are your thoughts on that game from? Yeah, no, they do. It was, it was definitely a good close game, like I expected. Um, yeah, I mean Minnesota's not impressing me as much as I want them to. I thought they would be a little bit closer to like eight and two or. Seven and three, seven and four, something like that. Um, but uh, no, that they, they did look pretty good in their passing game. Definitely has got it. I really want to see if their defense gets a little bit tighter because they they, they will have a hard time in the playoffs, obviously, <laughs> facing L.A. or New Orleans. Um, but I do like them a lot, and it looks like the Packers runs done. Yeah, Packers season is more or less over after that. You know, it's pretty much that division's pretty much going through either Chicago or Minnesota at this. Point. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, so oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty close. Yeah, you got the Bears at eight and three. You got the Vikings at six, four and one, and then the next closest is the Packers at four and six. Yeah, had they won that game and they were five and five, I mean that's they'd be within two, two and a half games of Chicago. That'd be, that'd be no problem. But now they're what four and six, or whatever. Yeah, so four, uh, six, four, one. Four, six, and one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
obviously you could win a few games, but right now Chicago and Minnesota are both winning pretty well, so that's going to be very tough tough to do. Oh, absolutely. Hey, how crazy is Indianapolis, as if they're above 500? <laughs> Isn't We're... that crazy? Oh, man. Uh, they... I, I, I will say this. Andrew Luck is looking better and better by the week. Yep, he is on fire. The whole offense is clicking. The guy has, you know how many yards and touchdowns he has this year? Holy moly. He's doing awesome. Yeah. He really it happened, is. It happened all of a sudden, you know? I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that he's always good for some yards. But the question was like, well, he, you know, is he going to even do it this year? Is he even going to play all the games? And the guy is like, I wish I had him in fantasy. He's scoring 25, 28 points every game. Yeah, uh, I will say this. I am really glad for my fantasy team that I picked up Dak Prescott back three, four years. Well, sorry, three, four weeks ago, not years, um, back when he wasn't doing so well. So right. I was, he was kind of uncontested on the waiver wire, and I started him this week because I had Jared Goff, and it was a great it was a great play. He got me twenty eight points, leading me to another win. I would have won if I had played a different quarterback than Nick Mullins. Womp womp. I also have Jared Goff, so I'm like, oh, let's plug and play. There's always a good quarterback on the waiver wire. You just got to pick the right one. Yeah, and I did not. Did not pick the right one. No. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. If, if Indy hadn't given up that stupid loss they had in overtime and taken a tie, they'd be 4-6-1 and one in, what, a half a game behind uh, Houston? Yeah, they'd be right there. Yeah. Um, I told you it's going to come back to bite them. I told you that last month. It's going to yes, come back to did. bite them. They're going to, if they get a little, you know, get a little momentum here and that freaking half game can kill you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. How many how many ties have happened this year so far? Green well, Bay has a tie. It was all has a tie. in the first few weeks, but yeah, yeah there was a lot. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, <laughs> and then yeah, right there you got four teams right there who who have a tie under their belt. I think we were averaging one a week there, but <laughs> yeah, we were. It was now, crazy. Now it's a little quieter. But we are going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Ron. We'll have um, our debate for the Change Your Stripes tournament, who Ron's going to pick. Uh, we'll also be previewing week number 13, and we'll have our Fantasy Football Corner. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Hey, listener. Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Voice from the Underground. Welcome back from our first break. We are joined by the other leg to our tripod. Mr. Ron. Ron. Hello. <laughs> I'm a That's weird. <laughs> Deal with it. We're a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, just a little strange. So, How are you, Ron? Oh, I'm fine. Just got out of work, and that was a lot of fun. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm sure you're very excited to hear our debates for your team. Oh, I am very excited, team. yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I understand that first we're going to talk about our picks for this week, and then we're going to kind of sandwich that in the middle, and then we're going to do our start and sit. Yeah, the Does start and sit will guys? be in the, se- the the next segment. But we okay. are we we did I didn't want to do the picks, but uh, as we've done the past couple of weeks, you want to lead the way on the picks, my friend. Lead Absolutely. Okay. So this week, starting out 
week, what is it, 13 now? Holy crap. Week 13. It is getting late in the year. And the Buffalo Bills are now in the hunt now that I've stopped following them. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) First game we've got up is between the Baltimore Ravens and the Atlanta Falcons, 1 o'clock on CBS uh, from Atlanta. Um, I'm going to start out with Dan. Who do you got in this game and why? You know, the Falcons have been struggling for most of the uh, you know they have their moments where they've done well. They you know they've picked it back up, but no, I really um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I think uh, I think the Falcons are struggling right now, and uh, I think Baltimore takes it to them. No, yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Kyle, yeah, what I'm do with you think you on that? Yeah, same thing. It just you know a little bit better on defense, and their offense seems to do well enough. I didn't think they had that much of an offense, but Atlanta just disappointed this year. I don't know, can't get it going. So uh, I'm I'm very calm with Baltimore. Yeah, I have to agree with you guys. I think that Baltimore is kind of the obvious choice in this one, um, which is why I'm going to pick Atlanta. I think that they're going to win, and it's going to be the upset of the week. And yeah, so <laughs> I'm going. Uh, I'm going to be the uh, the spoiler there. I'm going to say Atlanta's going to win this one. I have no reason other than just because I think that it's you know a horrible pick, so I got to make it. <laughs> All right, moving along. We got Denver <laughs> going into Cincinnati at one o'clock on CBS again. Um, this is actually not the lowest price game of the of the week, but tickets are starting out at nineteen dollars a pop, and there's two thousand six hundred of them. So, That's if you guys are bad. interested, yeah, Denver versus Cincinnati. I'm going to start with you, Kyle. Well, who do you got in this game? Uh, Cincinnati's at home, right? Cincinnati is the home team. Yes. Oh, of course, right. Tickets would never be that dirt cheap if it wasn't. Yeah. In Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, now my cat's I, trying to make his pick, but you're not Denver. in on this, buddy. Um, you know, Denver, like we said in the last uh, segment, it's a whole different world from when the Bengals were 4-0, and how bad they're playing. Um, they were 4-0, and and now they're 5-6. and And uh, Denver has some fire. They have a chance at a wild card spot, you know. I doubt they win the first wild card, and they will not win the division. But it looks like there's a chance that there could be three teams coming out of the AFC West. And I think Denver's motivated to win, take care of business. All right, Dan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm w- I'm with Kyle on this one. The Bengals are in shambles. Um, we talked about it on the first segment, Ron, Ron. I don't know if you heard, but Andy Dalton is out for the year. Um, no, I didn't hear that, but he, that does affect my choice. He he had some uh, ligament problem with his finger, and he, and it was on his throwing hand. He can't play. Yeah, yeah I got to go. Denver. Denver's the hot team right now, or one of Man, the hot what? teams. I got to go. Yeah. What about that that thing earlier this week? Well, okay, so it was like last night when Cincinnati was playing. And Cleveland, I can't remember who it was, like picked the ball off and then ran it over and basically like got in Hugh Jackson's face. Man, that was some drama right there, huh? It was. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I'm also going to go with Denver. I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. I think that Denver looks a lot stronger than Cincinnati right now. And I think they have a better chance. So clean sweep yeah, for Denver. <laughs> okay, moving right along. We've got an NFC uh, matchup between the Los Angeles Rams and the Detroit Lions. Also one o'clock on Fox. Uh, from Detroit, and I'm gonna go with Dan on this first one. Who do you, or on this one? Not the first one. This is the third game. What am I talking about? Dan, who do you got in this game? Rams all day. Uh, Rams got the are the best team in the football right now. They can't be touched. I uh, Rams Rams in a route. Yeah, a route. <laughs> Kyle, what do you think? Um, yeah, LAR man, they're killer. They just uh, you know, we didn't even touch on that, but that. Monday night game. I know it was a little bit ago now. Rams and Chiefs. That was just unbelievable. That was like, was like oh for game. sure, amazing. It was just star play after star play, back and forth. Um, yeah, 
And it, it literally came down to like, you know, last team with the ball pretty much. No. And the Rams definitely, I think, made a good statement. Mahomes had a few mistakes. You know, Casey's defense wasn't so hot. Uh, I actually think that the best team, second best team of football, I think New Orleans, I, I literally um, fallen for them. They're, they're amazing. Um, I don't know if I could pick the Rams to lose, but I, I might actually put New Orleans ahead of them. Uh, the Rams either way will take this game, no problem. All right. Uh, yeah, I think the, I, I think the same. I think the Rams are going to win this one. Um, I mean, Detroit has been okay this year, but they're not anything close to you know the caliber of the Rams right now. So I'm yeah. also going to go with LA on this one. And another clean sweep for, I guess, what would be called the obvious pick. But I don't know. Right. Any any Sunday, you know, things can happen. Uh, we've got the Arizona Cardinals up next going into Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Uh, play against the Packers, 1 o'clock on Fox. Um, going to start with Dan on this one. Uh, did I start with Dan on the last one? Yeah, I did. So I'm going to start with Kyle on this one. I'm sorry. Who do you got between Arizona and Green Bay? Uh, Green Bay. Arizona is just not so hot. No, we're just saying how it looks like Green Bay's season might be over here after that loss last night. Um, they're not looking good. They're not the same team. Um, but either way, they have enough to pull this one out. Green Bay. Yeah, not you Dan. know. You know, as much as I want to pick Arizona, you know, my wife loves them Cardinals. Um, I, I can't, I can't not pick Green Bay at home. They're they're a different team at Lambeau. I think they they bounce back after a tough loss and they take it to Arizona. Yeah, I agree. Um, Arizona hasn't looked good all year. I think Green Bay is a competent team, although, like you said, they might be out of the playoffs now, which would be the first time in a while, I think, that we have uh, that we might see that. So, um, I'm going with Green Bay as well. Uh, simply because Arizona is such a weak team, but I don't know. Uh, Aaron Rodgers might be entering that, you know, classic relax, you know, um, I don't know what to call it, posture, I guess, or something. I'm not sure. But I think Green Bay is going to win, bottom line. Uh, moving along, we've got a matchup between two teams in the AFC East, or as the show used to be called, the AFC Least. Got the Buffalo Bills going up against the Miami Dolphins, 1 o'clock on CBS uh, from the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Um, gonna start out with. Now I can't. I got my, I got my Dan. thing mixed up again. Yeah, I'm gonna start Dan, with Dan, Dan on this Dan, one. Dan, 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 yeah, Dan. <laughs> sorry, I had it written down and then I lost it. So, uh, Dan, um, who you got between Buffalo and Miami? You know, this is a t- this is a tough one for me. You know, Miami looked good against Indy, and then you got Buffalo, who looked uh, pretty decent up against Jacksonville. Granted, Jacksonville that great of a team, but I digress. <laughs> I, 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 I the Buffalo Bills are a different team with Josh Allen. Uh, uh, there's something about when he plays that they just play at a whole different level. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo here. Uh, I, I think I think Buffalo will walk into Miami. I think it'll be close, and I think it'll be pretty defensive. I think Buffalo's run defense will do enough to contain Kenyon Drink and make uh, Ryan Tannehill throw the ball. So I'm going to go with Buffalo. All right, Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to take Buffalo as well. Um, they just <laughs> they seem to get it done here and there. Um, and I just have a little bit more faith in them, I think. So I'm going to go Buffalo. Yeah, I think because this is the week that we determined my new favorite team in the uh, Changer Stripes tournament, that Buffalo is going to come out and they're going to win big and make me look like a giant idiot and just move further up in that in-the-hunt kind of pool. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bills as well. And I think that it's going to be, like you said, kind of close, but I don't know, man. Josh Allen looked pretty good last week, so we'll see. Um, next up, we've got the Chicago Bears going up against the New York Giants at 1 o'clock on Fox from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford. Um, Kyle, who do you have in this game? Ah, man, the Bears, baby. Um, they just mm-hmm. looked great all year. I just I, I love the defense. Um, I enjoy root for teams, a good defense like that. And, I mean, the Giants aren't really much of a challenge. Um, it might be a little bit closer. We'll see. Um, 
New York just played Philadelphia pretty well, but uh, I'm Bears. All right, and Dan? You know, this is actually my game of the week. Um, I actually really am interested to see the Bears defense trying to contain Saquon Barkley. I'm really seeing how they can step up to the challenge. Yeah, that's a good point. That'll be fun to see. Yeah. And I think for that reason, I think I think I still got to go with the Bears. The Bears are a great team, um, and the Giants have a really good offense, but terrible. Um, I, I got I got to go with the Bears. What I think will be like about a ten point game. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Chicago as well. Um, although every time I pick against New York, they seem to win. So I don't know, man. It might might go the other way Darts. this week. Probably not yeah, gonna, but win. you know. Uh, I'm going to go with Chicago as well, just because they seem like a, another team that's really on fire right now. So I'm going to side with you guys again. I'm going to say it's the Bears. This seems like it's like a really easy week to pick so far, right? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So up next, we got the Carolina Panthers going into Tampa to play against the Buccaneers. Uh, one o'clock on Fox. And uh, like I said, from Tampa Bay. So I'm going to go with uh, Kyle first on this one. Um, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going Carolina. Um, good division game, so I would not be surprised if it goes the other way. And Tampa's so good at playing hot and cold. Um, but geez, Carolina, but they better straighten their act up, or they're going to be my my little NFC crushes are going to be out of the playoffs this year. Uh, <laughs> right. Not get a wild card, so they better win this one. Yeah, Dan, what yeah, do you think? Um, Carolina is on a whole nother level right now. Even though they did lose this past week against Seattle. Um, I gotta go with Carol. They're Kyle's boys. I mean, they're they're such a good team. But I will say this: Jameis mm. Winston, that McCaffrey's guy McCaffrey, man. unbelievable to watch. He's so fun. He scores so many points, and he just stacks up yardage. Like, think of where he came from. He's this rookie, and all of a sudden, like, he is the two hundred yard a game player. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, Jameis yeah. Winston put up three hundred and twelve yards passing this past week. So don't be surprised if Bucks make this a game. Granted, Carolina won forty two twenty. Yeah. In their week nine meeting, so I kind of expect more of the same. I think it's I think mm. it's going to be Carolina in a high school. Yeah, I have to agree. I think that Carolina is going to win as well, and I think that it's going to be like you said, really high scoring. Uh, moving right along, we got the Indianapolis Colts going into Jacksonville to play against the Jaguars on CBS one o'clock. This is the lowest price game of the week, with tickets starting as low as seventeen dollars um, ahead, basically. So. I'm going to start with Dan. Who do you got between Indianapolis, Indianapolis and Jacksonville? Till the cows come. Uh, they're, they are oh, you think so? one of the hotter underdog teams in the NFL right now. Uh, people are talking about the Rams. Right. They're talking about the Chiefs. They're talking about the Panthers and the Patriots and the Saints. Nobody is talking about how good the Colts are playing right now. Eric Ebron has 10 touchdowns right. this season. 10. And he's a That's tight end. Sick. Wow. Um yeah, that's you could have grabbed him in fantasy from the. You could have grabbed yeah. him off the freaking he was, free agency. He, and he, had he was top tight sitting end this there. Year. Nobody drafted Sick. him. Everyone was like, "Hey, Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle's mm-hmm. the tight end in Indianapolis." No one's going to pay attention to Eric Ebron, <laughs> yep. and he's outdoing them in tight ends by almost double. Uh, yeah, wow. Um, Jaguars are in shambles. Jalen Ramsey won't shut his mouth. Colts all. Yeah, uh, Kyle, who do you think? Uh, yeah. Um, don't look now, but the Colts have a shot at the division or maybe a wild card. Um, it'll be real tough, but geez, they're just a game or two out. They play Houston again, if I'm correct. And that yeah. could be huge. Um, so they have a good shot here and I'm definitely taking them to beat Jacksonville. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I think that Indianapolis is a really good shot as well. Um, you know, like you were saying earlier, like it's really surprising where they are right now. Um, just given how the last couple of years have gone. But I'm going to go with the Colts as well. 
I think that you're absolutely right, Dan, that Jalen Ramsey just can't shut his mouth, and I think that's going to create some division in the locker room going forward. Um, I don't know if he's on this team next year, but, I mean, I still think he's as talented a Bef- you know, player. Before we move on to the next game, did, yeah. you, um, uh, did you at least watch a little bit of the Bills game this past weekend, Ron? I didn't. I saw Jaylen some highlights, Ramsey but I didn't watch m- the game. I was I was sleeping for most of the day again. Uh, Jalen Ramsey for most of the game would go over to the sidelines with his helmet off and say to the Bills players, "You're trash, Mm -hmm. you're trash, and you're trash." At the end of plays, yeah. Uh, How'd that end up working for you, Jalen? Because you guys lost. You lost to the Bills. Just shut up. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, But yeah, so moving on. I think the Colts are going to win this game. By the way, Um, yeah, and I I don't know. It might be a close game, but. I, I still think they come out with a win. Uh, moving right along, we've got the uh, Cleveland Browns going into Houston, 1 o'clock on CBS. Um, I'm going to go first to Dan. Who do you got Let's in this go game? Let's go Brownies. I'm picking the Browns. Oh, really? Um, they're showing me a lot of fight both on both sides of the ball. Um, they're really playing well. Um, Baker ba- Baker Mayfield Ooh, is making a, a case yeah. um, for a future future Pro Bowler this season i'm not saying he's gonna be a pro bowler this year but the way that he's commanding that offense the way Mm -hmm. that he's leading that team to victory after victory when they didn't win any games well sorry did they not win games for two straight years i think it was was like a year and a half and some change something like that it was Uh, a long for them to go from that to this based on them drafting baker mayfield back in april i'd say browns Mm -hmm. are gonna walk into houston it's gonna be close but they're going to win by a touchdown. All right, Kyle, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, uh, I am not. Um, what am I trying to say here? I'm I'm all right with that upset. That's pretty good. I, I was almost going to be my upset alert. I think yeah. Houston pulls it out, but I, I would like to see Cleveland take it to him. Um, he's making some good decisions, and you know, with Nick Chubb kind of wearing him down, they have a great shot, uh, but he's still going to go with Houston. Um, I think I'm also going to go with Cleveland um, just because I I don't know. I feel like, like Dan said, Baker Mayfield's been playing really well. And, uh, I mean, I just want that story to continue. I want them to somehow find a way to make yeah, it into the playoffs right. after I was like, you know what, they might not do it this year. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going with Cleveland, even though I think that Houston also has a better shot. Yeah, and the cat oh. agrees. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. The cat agrees with everything I'm saying. Damn cat. Uh, moving on, we've got the uh, New York Jets going into Tennessee to play against the Titans, 405 on CBS. Um, going to go first to Kyle with this one. Who you got between these two? Uh, what was it again? Uh, the New York Jets and the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans. Um, I just don't really seem to believe the Jets <laughs> very often, um, whenever whether they have it going or not. And Tennessee, I mean, they're still in the hunt in this division that we just talked about with Indianapolis and Houston. Um, so, you know, they have something to fight for. The Jets don't really. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Tennessee. All do, right. Do and we Dan, have what do to you make think? a pick for this game? This is such a bad game. No, it's a few. <laughs> I mean, even that Miami it, one. It was just made, like, it made me want to throw up in my mouth yeah, a little bit. I'm not gonna speak. lie. Um. Uh, if I have to pick somebody, I'm picking Tennessee. Uh, the Jets are just not good on either side of the ball, and until they get Sam Darnold back, they're not the. Yeah, I have to agree with both yep. of you. I think Tennessee wins this one. I think they do it pretty easily, but I've been wrong before. So. Uh, moving on, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs going into Oakland to play against the division rival Oakland Raiders, as if I need to say Oakland again. Uh, 405 on CBS um, from Oakland, in case I forgot to mention that. I'm going to go first to Kyle on this one. Uh, who do you got between these guys? 
All right, I'm taking Kansas City off the bye. Um, the loss is kind of you know the here and the there. You know they're going to bounce back. I think just fine. Um, but I think it was a good time for their bye, and they're going to be ready to rock, uh, especially with the Chargers right on their heels. Um, and they got to put up some points this week. Uh, my fiance is in a must-win situation in fantasy right now. She might get lucky and sneak in the playoffs at six and seven, which has never happened in our league. Wow! And she needs a huge game at a Kareem Hunt. So career yeah. status is what she's looking for at a Hunt this week. Um, but Kansas City, yeah, it should be another forty-point performance out of them. All so, right, Dan, what do you think? In my Survivor Pick'em League, I picked the Arizona Cardinals to beat the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders went into Arizona and beat. The Cardinals. Mm. I now have a lifelong vendetta against the Oakland Raiders. Uh, and I hope. <laughs> Once you have it against yourself. Because they were at home Arizona. against Oakland. Oakland is complete trash. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Arizona has looked pretty great this year. Yeah. No, and and how's, how are the 49ers doing? Uh, no? No? Maybe? <laughs> I didn't say I would bet on them, though. I would never take them in Survivor. <laughs> well, for, for that fact, um, um, I really hope that. Kansas City walks into Oakland and burns down the bridge. And I hope nobody from Oakland ever is seen again. <laughs> Kansas City in an absolute massacre. Oh, wow. I think the Golden State Warriors are gonna take some, you know, take some issue with that state. Yeah, they can but, they uh, could they could take a yeah, play. I think the Kansas City, uh yeah, right. <laughs> I think the uh I think the Chiefs come in here and they win pretty big as well. Uh coming off the bye and also coming off of that loss, I think they're gonna be more you know, driven to win, um, especially against a team like Oakland. I feel kind of bad for the for the Raiders faithful, you know, having to go in and watch this game um, because I think Kansas City is just going to run away with it and just make them look silly. So going with the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, after I mean, that, they're, they're pumped up. They got to win this game and they got to stay ahead of the Chargers. Oh yeah. And, no and doubt, if you're an no Oakland doubt. fan, just stay at home and cry. <laughs> like you have for the last like 15 or so seasons, yes. Um so moving on, we've got the Minnesota Vikings going into Gillette Stadium, playing against the Patriots, 425 on Fox. This is actually the most expensive game of the week with only about 1,000 tickets left, starting at $240. So uh, I'm going to go first to Dan, since it's your hometown, boys. Who you got? Who you got between these two? You guys might think I'm a little crazy, or I've been sipping some different juice up here in Maine. Uh, Minnesota walks into Foxborough and beats the Patriots. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I think you are a little bit crazy there. I was telling this to Kyle in the first segment. The Patriots just don't, they didn't look as cohesive as they have in the past. Yeah, the running game looked great. They ran for over 200 yards. Woohoo. That was awesome. But Tom Brady hasn't looked the same. Right. He hasn't looked like himself. And after watching what Minnesota just did to Aaron freaking Rodgers, hold him to 198 yards passing last night, that scares me. And as a Pats fan, if they're going to have to rely on the run, Minnesota has one of the top run defenses in the NFL. Minnesota wins by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, what do you think? Uh, I'm going New England. Um, I just I, I trust them more, especially at home. Um, I just see them taking this game. Minnesota has looked very good, but just New England knows how to get it done. Yeah, I think I'm also going with the Patriots just because they're at home. And, uh, you know, Belichick knows where to put the cameras. So You uh, shut your <laughs> mouth, sir. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, the Patriots win this one. I think that it's a close game, but I think they end up pulling it off at the end. So, New England for me. Um, I'm going to go to the next game now. We've got the San Francisco 49ers going to Seattle, play against the Seahawks, 425 on Fox. Uh, I think this is the second most expensive game with tickets starting at $122 a pop. 
So I'm going to go to Kyle first since this is your favorite team. Uh, who do you got between these two? Jeez, uh, Seattle's making a making a move here. They're looking pretty good now. I thought they were going to fall off this year, but yeah. just took care of Carolina. Um, I'm picking them to win against San Fran, um, and they, you know they're going to make a case for themselves making a wild card spot. So yeah, got them. Yeah. All right, moving uh, on. Russell to, uh, Wilson Dan, has his best game of the season. He'll throw for 400 against San Fran. Uh, Seattle win by two touchdowns. Oh wow, is that some salt that I taste? Wow, that's, he that's doesn't really have to weird. Be rude about it. <laughs> uh yeah i think that uh i think seattle's going to win as well um i don't know how how much of a blowout it'll be kyle, kyle that was actually nothing directed at you so, james winston had three 312 yards passing against san Fran's defense i know oh, i'm just but the way you. that wilson's been throwing <laughs> the ball these past couple games don't be surprised if he puts up 400 wilson! i wouldn't be surprised at all <laughs> uh, he might he might do really well who knows we'll we'll find out this week i guess uh, after that, we've got the Los Angeles Chargers going into Pittsburgh to play against the Steelers. This is the Sunday night game on NBC, but tickets are starting at $68. So uh, first, I'm going to go to Dan. Who do you got between the Chargers and the Steelers in the Sunday night game? You know, beginning of the season, had you done like a pick em for the whole season, which some people do, uh, mm. I would have picked the, picked the Steelers without even blinking I would have picked you know what kyle uh no i I would have picked the steelers without blinking an eye now not so much um but with the injury to melvin gordon i think the steelers take care of business at home and i think they win by field goal they'll they'll get get it done yeah it's gonna be tough i don't is he out this week he is he's week to week with an mcl sprain wow wait but have, have they declared him out for week 13 no, they said he's week to week, so I'm guessing what'll happen okay. is he'll be a, he'll he'll be like a game time decision, but not likely that he'll play this upcoming week. Right, and I haven't seen a report come up as far as what happened this last game, but he played. I don't know. Oh, oh, you, you didn't see what happened? So he it was a reverse, and on the reverse, uh, I think it was uh, whoever the Chargers, oh, the Cardinals, Cardinals lineman, his legs kind of swung out. And it hit him right below the knee and like right above the ankle, and you see his leg kind of bent weirdly. Oh yeah! It almost looked like he tore his ACL. But I mean, he was already dinged up going into this game, so I thought it was just like, um, you know, it was it was kind of added to. Don't be surprised if he sits. This- yeah, um, you know, I'm taking the Chargers. I think they're going to go into Pittsburgh, and I think they're going to they're going to rattle him a bit. I think it's going to be that's going to be an awesome game. I bet you it gets a little bit rough. I'm going to take the Chargers, and yeah, they're going to stay right on Kansas City's heels. Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm going to agree. I think that the Chargers come in here, and I think they win. Um, I think it's going to be I think it's going to rival the Chiefs and the Rams, though, because I feel like both of these teams are really good right now, really hot, and I think that I think that it goes down to the last play. So I'm going to pick the Chargers, but I think it's going to be really close. All right, uh, next up, we've got the Washington football team, whose name I'm not saying, uh, going into Philadelphia to play against the Eagles in another divisional uh, rivalry. Like about yeah, I mean, I said it last week, and I said it like probably the week before that, and I'm just like, God damn it, why did I keep saying it? Uh, <laughs> but it's just like force of habit. So anyway, uh, we got the Washington football team with a racist name going against the Philadelphia Eagles in, uh, <laughs> oh, in <geez>. Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be oh, on ESPN's man. Monday Night Football game. I'm going to go to Dan first. Dan, who you got between these guys? You know, both of these teams don't look too great, but one looks slightly better than the other, and that team is Washington. Uh, I, I think Washington is the better team right now, and I think they uh, they win on the road. All right, Kyle, what do you think? Um, That's tough. You know, 
I think it's a little bit different quarterback situation for Washington's not going to bode well for them, um, obviously. Um, but they, they seem to – I think I said this about them before that sometimes they come through when you don't expect them to and then they let you down mm-hmm. uh, when you do something different. Um, yeah. But, man, Philly, Philly just has not looked good. Oh, boy, I have a hard time either way with this one, but I'm going to go Philadelphia at home. All right. Well, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Washington. Oh my gosh! Now we can hear the dog barking in the background because of the TV. Anyway, I'm going to go with Washington as well. I think they've been more consistent of a team. Um, I think Philadelphia is just kind of, you know, not. They're, they're just they're not there this year. I don't know why, but they're not. So I'm going with Washington, and we're going to move right along to the Thursday game. Uh, Thursday, December sixth, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars going into Tennessee to play against the Titans. By the way, this last week was the last bye week of the the whole year, so that's worth noting. Go. Nobody else gets any more time off. Going and getting into crunch time now. So we got Jacksonville going up against Tennessee Thursday, December sixth on Fox, eight o'clock at night um, from Nashville. I'm going to go first to who did I go to on the last one? I think I'm going to go to Tennessee. Kyle. Yeah, I'm going to go to Kyle on this one. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dan, for me. You for me. Tennessee, also easy. Jaguars, they're just, you know, a bag of dirty socks is more useful. What a difference a year makes. They were 13-3 last year. They really, really uh, just what a turnaround. It helps when you have Doug Marone, the job of the HUD as your coach. exactly what I was going to say. It helps when you have Doug Marone as your coach. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee as well. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like a landslide or anything since they're both kind of struggling right now, but I'm going to go with Tennessee. All right, and that does it for our picks. So uh, we're going to move along now to the thing that you've all been waiting for, the finals of the Changer Stripe Tournament. Uh, yes. We have the Chicago Bears going up against yes. the Kansas City Chiefs. I've got my lucky mm. coaster here from last night Baby. from when I was playing uh, Gandalf or God on the Wayward Willis. And I'm going to flip it, and we're going to determine who the uh, who the who uh, who's going to represent who, basically. Uh, but first, I'd like to give a shout-out to the uh, Buffalo Sabres who were for about a night first place in the league. Now they're back down to third, but that's just because the other two teams played. So (laughs) they're only one point out of first in the league. They're really impressing me this year. Yeah, they got a nine-game winning streak going. I mean, going from zero to hero just like that, to quote Hercules for some reason. Uh, It's really impressive. Oh, my God. You are awesome for doing that. Yeah, I know. I know. So. Shout out to the Sabres before we start out, you know, on this thing to pick a new favorite football team for me, um, you know, instead of the Buffalo Bills, who are now finally deciding, oh, hey, we got to play these games like they matter. So, <laughs> all right. So we're going to do the ceremonial coaster toss, and uh, we're going to figure out who's going to defend who between the Chicago Bears and the Kansas City Chiefs to determine who I'm going to show my 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 eternal fandom to for the rest of this season, at least. So. Uh, I'm going to go to Dan first. Dan, heads or tails? Heads. All right. Here we go. Came up tails. <laughs> okay. So, Kyle, who do you want to pick? I will go with Chicago Bears. All right. Ch- picking the uh, picking the more difficult argument there. Yeah, yeah, definitely based on popularity for sure. Well, I mean, also based on the fact that the Chiefs are my dad's favorite team, so I kind of lean towards them already. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I'm uh, I'm interested to hear <laughs> what you guys have to say. I'm going to go to Dan first since Kyle won the coin toss, or uh, the uh, coaster toss. Yeah, rather. I would like to elect a kick. 
Okay, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, Bill Belichick. Okay, I was going to say, in the uh, strategy, you know, popularized I mean, they're, they're, by Belichick. They're, so. they're a very good team. You know, we have a lot of things to work on. Uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're, know, we're on we're, Minnesota. We're next week. Something, not, something, dark side, something, something. Okay, anyway, Dan, give me the case for the Chiefs. All right, so, well, we all knew that this was going to happen, that everybody loves this Kansas City Chiefs team. And as long as Pat Mahomes is on this team, that's going to continue. They have the most prolific offense in the NFL and honestly one of the best-looking overall teams that I've seen in a long time. They are actually good-looking. They, they are number two in average no points interrupting. per game with 36.7 points per game. The only team that's ahead of them in the average points per game category is the New Orleans Saints at 37.2. Wow. They are also number three in the NFL with 434.3 average yards per game. Let me just say that to you one more time, Ron. They average f- over 400 yards a game. Yeah, that is that an is, impressive statistic. That is an absolutely absurd stat, and they've actually scored 404 total points this season through 12 weeks, and they were on a bye this past weekend. Yep. Um, <laughs> I have more I have more statistics if you'd like me to keep going. Um, let me see really quick, because I think we started out. Uh, I just want to make sure I didn't start my timer because I'm a bad, bad host. Ron, he needs um, a little more time. Go ahead, Dan. Pre- yeah, yeah, you got – I'm going to give you 30 more seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. Two staggering stats to jolt your brain, Ron. They, they averaged 13.7 yards per pass, and they have only lost one fumble all year. They are 13th in the league in giveaways at 13 and have also had 17 takeaways on the season. They've also got a solid defense with 20 sacks on the season and 10 interceptions. And one other thing to mention before I'm done, they are the 13th the youngest team in the NFL this year at 25.8 years old as their average. And they only wow. have seven players over the age of 30. That's kind of crazy. So um, I will guarantee that they're going to win at least one Super Bowl in the next five years. And that is a dampinated guarantee that you could take to the bank, Mr. Swarthout. All right, wrap it up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, that's a pretty good argument. That's a pretty good argument. I don't know. I don't know, man. Kyle, how are you going to sway me to the Bears over the Chiefs? All righty. Well, let's see here. So that was adorable. Um, you, you know, he, he kind of explained to you why it would be super fun to root for the Chiefs this year. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're looking to pick a new team to root for, not just in 2018. Not um, just it kind of depends on pan. how the Bills do next year, but yeah, it's, it's it might be longer. All right. You know, I like to, to get a little bit more of an investment and someone that plays out, not just a flash in the pan, not just someone like the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, Mahomes, he looks great. Um, they have all the stars, but, but so, so do the Bears. You know, we have Trubisky versus Mahomes. Do you want mm-hmm. Mahomes, kind of the flashy guy running around? Probably. Gonna, or do you want Trubisky? Runs when he, but he really. And no. what, do you, what do you want a running back? Someone like Kareem Hunt? I mean, the guy's unbelievable. He doesn't go down, but you have a two headed mom in Howard and Cohen. And they're going to be around for a long time. Now, the receiving core, tight ends. Do you want a pompous jackass like Kelsey with this stupid <laughs> comb over that runs around and hits other players and throws his helmet off during the game? Do you want your kids raising? Do you want your kids growing up seeing these kind of players that you're rooting for going, Dad, Dad, why do you root for jerks? Why do you act like a jerk, Dad? Do you want your kids calling you that? No, you don't. Now, we got someone like Burton on the Bears. He is. A monster of the midway. He knows what it's like to be a Chicago Bear. He knows what it's all about. That defense is killer. Do you want a team that has just an offense and falls apart in the, you know, in the playoffs and doesn't have a defense, can't stop anyone? Or someone like the Bears who has a strong offense and a defense? 
that can take them all the way, that can make a name for this. It's cool. It's fun to root for Kansas City right now. Kind of like rooting for Golden State. You can't go wrong. But what's the challenge and the fun in that? There's no, you, you don't get anything out of that. Chicago's going to be around for years. You've seen Kansas City do this. They've gone 14 and 2, and they stink the next year. They've gone 13, and they stink. What happened back in 06, was it, when the Colts beat the Broncos in the playoffs? 45 or something? Oh, yeah. The Colts, they didn't win. Defense win you the champ with a gut off. I think someone like the Bears, 774 total versus the Chiefs, 450. They have nine NFL titles versus the Chiefs, one. They have uh, four conference division, conference titles versus the Chiefs, two. Simply being, the Bears have the history. They had the legacy. Go with the winners, the monsters. Okay, first of all, I'd like to say that you went way over your time, but that was also really fun good <laughs> i don't hear anyone stop me sorry yeah no, it's okay i was i didn't want to jump in and stop your you know <laughs> I, 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 your, I felt uh, like i felt like it was morgan freeman reading me a bedtime story it was amazing <laughs> super good great job Kyle. i had great him on job. the background while i was doing that <laughs> yeah that's, and now uh, the bears will lead now. me into the future yeah yeah <laughs> And a few years ago, they were like the team that was like, yeah, that's not fun room. Yeah. So, you know, here's the thing. So, like I said, if the Bills are good next year, I'm going to be cheering for the Bills again. Uh, This is... But that's irrelevant. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Potentially, I could stick with this team for years to come because I don't know how the Bills are going to be in the next couple of years. Let me interrupt you, though. You got two good picks here. Both of these, like, talk about, like, they both are almost in the same position. It's almost like they're, like, yeah. like you know, they're not, I don't think either one of these teams are going to fall off. One thing, yeah. Kyle, that Even you actually that was forgot half your to, argument. <laughs> I, I will say this, Kyle, one thing you did forget to mention, it's actually one of the Roll most off. important stats, is the fact that their coach is the third youngest coach in the NFL. Oh. I didn't even think about that. He's 40 years old. Youngest coach is Sean McVay at 32, but Andy Reid is 64. Mm-hmm. Just, just yeah. a thought. So when yeah, when Andy goes, what happens? Cheesesteaks he's eaten. Oh my god! <laughs> how much barbecue no he's had down there in Missouri? Decisions. Yeah, but did you see that 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 clip of him like in the uh, L.A. Coliseum when he was a young kid and he was oh, like as tall as he is now? <laughs> no, he wasn't a twig. Oh yes, he, he's a twig compared to now. Wait, but like he was a big the... boy. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious! He looked so funny. The, the, that uniform wasn't even close to fitting him. No, no, it was definitely going up over his gut. So it's funny. <laughs> I was going to go into this argument, and I was going to go through the positions, and I'm like, "Geez, I can't even argue against Cream Hunt, but I'll try." Uh, yeah, I actually love Cream Hunt. And yeah, when, when you said the when you said the two headed monster of Cohen and Howard, I was like, <laughs> Howard got one point in fantasy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Cohen. what two headed monster you're referring to, Co- but hey, Howard listen, is but, but trash. If you're getting if you're getting excited, and if you're a Chicago Bears fan, you're like, yeah, yeah, I think this thing, you know, yeah, for one point in fantasy <laughs> I was football get into, the, into the, the receiver debate. I'm like, oh boy, Tyreek Hill. I mean, Sammy Watkins not good, but Chicago's got Robinson. I'm like, you know what? I'll just make fun of Kelsey if I jack out. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I guess it's decision time now. So, I mean, if I'm going to give it to anybody based on, like, argument alone or just, like, presentation, I think I would give it to Kyle <laughs> just because he was fucking give it to the hilarious Bears, okay? the whole time. Give it to Chicago. Damn you both. I I don't know. I might. I, oh I this is a tough Here pick. This is a tough don't pick, sway, buddy. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing. So, as I said, the Chiefs are my dad's team, and I've always had a soft spot for them in my heart. And seeing them do so well this year, 
with a dynamic new quarterback makes me think that this year is different from all those other years when they just you know, like start out looking Griffin, hot. Right? That's Washington, I think that you're thinking. He's of. way <laughs> he's way better than Robert Griffin. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, right, right. But Griffin is for I don't know. Is, I, is I thought his first year it? was horrible. I thought that right off the bat he was bad, but I don't remember. Maybe he was never maybe good. Not. Yeah, maybe you're right. That's a yeah. good point. Point. Either way. Um, I give the debate to Kyle, but I got to go with the Chiefs. <laughs> so, <laughs> ah, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you lost, but I'm going with the Chiefs because that's the team that I want. <laughs> the team won. <laughs> you, got, you got a team win, but not an individual award. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what you're saying All is right. my 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 debate was was bad, Ron. Is what you were saying? Your debate was less entertaining, is what I'm saying. You're horrible, well, you're a horrible personality. I don't know why you're on a podcast. <laughs> so, you, so you didn't no, like I'm my? Th- that's a damn Pineda guarantee. Take it to the bank, Mister Swarthout. You didn't like that one. It was fine, but like very professional. <laughs> I mean, he, he I mean, he did call Travis Kelsey a jackass on on national I know. podcast I'm radio. Have yeah, you I seen know. That that's why I got. Well, that's another reason why off. I got to pick the Chiefs is because he's calling Travis Kelsey a jackass. I'm like, well, now I want to pick him. <laughs> yeah, I, guess I need to have somebody me. on my team that you know people hate because <laughs> you know on the Bills. Yeah, you're a wrestling fan. Richie Incognito love, for a little bit. You love heels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Chiefs win the Change Your Stripes tournament. I knew it was gonna. It, I I said in the beginning that it was gonna be really hard to like unseat them because of you know like I said my history with them, but. Yeah, I'm I can't believe it wasn't Rams versus. I Chiefs. know that would have been a much harder like thing. I mean, like I said, I I think the Rams are a stellar team, and I think that they're going. I I really hope that it's Chiefs versus Rams in the Super Bowl, but I think it might even be Chiefs versus New Orleans in the Super Bowl. I don't know. It's been we'll a see. few years since I've like looked forward to some of these like playoff runs. Like some of these mm-hmm. teams, I may I can wait to see. Like the, there are some powerhouses that have to play each other i can't that's so awesome i, know. I can't wait for new orleans and lar that'll be great yeah and, that, that's I, and again not to the like, bears in there yeah i mean all these teams that were in the in the tournament like save for the ones that got in on the wild card like i think that we have some really entertaining playoffs to look forward to and you know no offense to dan but like the patriots no longer have a monopoly on no offense the taken they're not gonna they're not they're not gonna <laughs> make it out of their uh first week by uh first round by there's no way that with with the powerhouse of the guys like the Chargers and the and the Steelers and the and then you get the Rams on the other side and the and the Saints yeah. and all these other really really solid teams they're yeah. gonna yeah, have I mean, a lot know, of trouble getting to the conference finals. I mean they yeah. they just don't really have to lose though. If they just need to win out. They'll be fine. I mean the Chargers could lose a game and New England will have second no problem. You know and geez you let them in the playoffs the Patriots really lose. Yep. It's true. They 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 yeah, I mean, they might God, be playing possum this year. They might be just like you know, hey, we just gotta play well enough to get in the playoffs, and then they, I mean, you look at the division that they're in, and they don't have to play that hard. So, <laughs> I, I will say this though: if 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 and only if the Patriots get to the Super Bowl, they get uh, they get waxed by the NFC, whether it's the Rams or the Saints. I don't know who it is. Maybe. I would want to see them play. I I out of those top four teams: Kansas City, New Orleans, uh, Kansas City, New England. New Orleans, LAR, I pick matchup. I want. It's also contingent on who Hoovers go with, so we'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> ah, yes. I get dun, a lot dun, of, dun. I've had a lot of practice blaming the referees of Bills, and so. <laughs> That's a Rochester uh, thing, is it's uh It's a something. It's a Western New York thing, I think. I so. want some more of that pizza, but. Oh, well, in that case, you'll have to come out again and bring Dan with pizza. you so that I can give it to him. Or yes, just please. You know, put it up in a baggie and just take it to him, or I guess. It's still good. More efficiently, just. 
Uber Eats. F- that man. I'll go- Sorry, gotta Whoa. go to bed. Censor that. Uh, that, that. Man, I gotta uh, clown shoe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Foot in mouth. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so like, I'll I'll just drive it up there myself if I ever get out that. Way. But yes. yeah, that does it for the Change of Stripes tournament. Thank you to everybody who voted. Thank you, Dan and Kyle, for your argument. Taking and, the stupid uh, ass chief. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, like I said, you had you had a real uphill battle. Because I have a loyal Chiefs already. Right. That's so. like trying to get you to, you know, to, to like a new basketball and not be. Well, I mean, I cheer for the Raptors, but yes. It's I mean, if you needed a new team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So we're going to move on now to the best part of the show, the I guess. Quote, unquote, the fantasy football corner. I love I, that. I, I will. That part. I, I will that. say this, guys. <laughs> I'm really proud of us this week. This is actually the first week that we've had where we, we were actually all right oh really yeah this is the first week that we've had so pat everyone uh, pat yourselves on the back this is our first week where we've actually gotten our starts and our sits correct i just pat myself on the back but it was like really uh, hard let's go over them hurts. dan because i have some input let's go over them dan all right kyle since you're so eager about it let's start off with you your start was matt breda against tampa great pick Lo- love the pick and you know i know you had some underlying you know, loyalty to Matt Breda because he's a 49er. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he course. ended up with 15 and a half points this week. If he was a flex play or even your starting running back, he he got more points than Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. No, I have both of them. I have Kamara, Nick Chubb, and then Breda. And yeah, Breda was my flex and he was just behind Chubb. Yeah, um, he looked good. And it's yeah. easy, I, like to pick, like you said, being a San Francisco uh, player. But I mean, just when you see him with the ball, he just very fast, and again makes good decisions that I get like a good chunk. He makes really good cuts. That's one yeah, thing I've noticed. His cuts, like when he sees someone coming at him, he's like, "Nope," and he just makes these crazy cuts that just like, leaves the defender like, "Huh? Like where'd he go?" Yeah, then he falls forward. Yeah, so 14 rushing attempts for 106 yards. He had three receptions for 34 yards. So a very solid <laughs> performance by Breda. Yeah, um, yeah, 15 points. I'm- originally, I thought you're sit. I thought you were crazy when you said Aaron Rodgers, and I said there's no way he finished with 9.92 points. Yeah, so I had to, you know, go back through and listen to you guys, you jerks, knock my pick and think, I mean, why would you be an idiot? I think someone, you guys said I was an idiot. <laughs> I don't remember if we said that, but you're actually, probably one of you wrong. said, you probably did one of you said, like kick him off the podcast, idiot. <laughs> False. Right. This is lies. Right. I heard like a spitting sound after. Yeah, I think I did that. I think that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so Rogers finished. I kind of just skipped through that episode honestly he, when I was editing it. So Rogers finished with 198 passing yards, only one touchdown, and he was sacked four times. Yeah, you know, I think the big part of that too was. I just, to me, I saw that with Minnesota, you know, they're looking very good. And right now, Green Bay was more in desperation mode. Um, but I looked at the numbers. He finished 23rd. So not only was it nine points, real bad, but we're talking 23rd, the 32. Wow. Yeah. Um, next, we're going to Ron. His, Hello. His uh, infatuation, shall we say, with Mr. James, Jameis Winston mm-hmm. paid off finally. Ah, finally. With only 26 picks in. 26.88 points this week. He had 312 nice. yards passing, two touchdowns, and was only sacked once by Sam Fran. Wow. Uh, so he put in a hell of a performance against the 49ers. Your sit was also a great pick 
in Golden Tate against the Giants. He only had four receptions on eight targets for 30 yards for a whopping 5.2 points. Wow. Is that in a PPR league? That is in a PPR league. All right. Or a half, uh, or a half point. I, I got you. Uh, Either yeah, way. Point. Yeah, that's, yep, that's a half point PPR. All right, cool. Math on the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, both both great uh, great picks, starts and sits. We hopefully keep it going the rest of the way. Um, yeah. Who was the sit? His sit was Golden Tate. He only ended up with 5.2 oh, points. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not in the right system, I don't think. Um, yeah. I think he would. He, I think he would have benefited more in San Fran, if I'm being honest. Yeah, probably. I probably didn't want to keep him in the division, honestly. But I don't know. Um, my start was uh, the New England Wait, defense, they and they finished with eight points for a defense that's pretty solid. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, they allowed 13 points. They had two sacks, a pick, and they had a fourth down stop. Um, my sit for the week was the Philadelphia Eagles against the Giants. They had four points. They allowed. 22 points they only had two sacks one pick and they allowed over 400 yards total to the giants offense so my question to you gentlemen who do we got for our starts and sits for this week ron you want to go ahead okay uh sure uh why not um i'm totally prepared for this um i think that this week uh we gotta go with uh josh allen as your start if you got him (laughs) i i would say start josh allen because that seems like a uh, that seems like a good good pick. I don't know. Question mark. Like Maybe. you, Ron. I, I don't like know. you. I don't know. He might do okay. He might have I a good that. game. I don't know about the rest of the team, but he might have. A- and then for the sit, I'm gonna go back to an old favorite. I'm gonna say Sterling Shepard. Just sit him. He's going up against Chicago, who has an excellent defense. Just just sit him. So those are my starts and sits. Back to you. He's been Kyle. a tough one. Yeah, he's been a tough one. He's had a few good games. But, I mean, yeah. granted, their offense just doesn't re- usually get it going. He's not really reliable. Yeah. My alternative would have been like Dante Moncrief, but honestly, I don't know. I think I think Link Shepard is going to have yeah. a worse game. I don't think they're starting. Yeah, probably not. Unless you really need a wide receiver, which I did last week. Yeah, it gets tough this time of year. Usually, there's a lot of good receivers in general, and and then there's a few ones that really come through. But it is very hard to get the pack receiver. Yeah, that you had to pick up off the or the free anyway. Kyle, who do you have? Um, so my my start of the week, I'm going to go with out of Carolina. He's kind of been emerging as the go-to guy. And I thought he might do this back about four or five weeks ago. I've been kind of rotting him on my fantasy bench for eight weeks now. In the past three or four, I've been starting him. DJ Moore needs to be the go-to guy after um, Caff- uh, Christian McCaffrey. So I think it's going to be a great option. He seems to be one of those guys that... Uh, not the check down, but just kind of the, you know, um, he usually has the, get at the priority, priority number one receiver out. So usually he's the go-to guy, not always the, the top pick of the play. Usually it's like the tight end Olsen or whatever, but I think Moore is definitely just really a good guy and he's starting to show it. He's getting up towards a hundred yards a game right now. Uh, and, and granted you probably in a position where, you know, you need someone that might outperform what they're supposed to do. So I think it's I think that's a good um, and then running back wise, of course you're taken out of your starting line. He was just just this fight. Yeah, no, I wasn't um, aware of that. That he that had makes sense, but yeah, I wasn't aware. It like just announced, so you could definitely be in trouble, especially where we have one win in the fantasy. So I think a big one sit right now. Yeah, sit. No, yeah. Um, I'm kind of interested in any any sit for the Packers, uh, which pretty much Jones. At running back, they have an intriguing matchup against Arizona. I don't see them doing very well. We'll see. So he's definitely someone I think in general because anyway, he hasn't looked. He hasn't quite looked really great. Um, so I would say you probably sit him just to th- will be Michelle. He's never been always consistent at running back. They come and go, and they're playing Minnesota. 
could be a tight game as well. Yeah, I like I, I like all those starts since they're all good picks. For me, my start for this week is a guy who has been absolute fire these last three. Uh, this guy has been targeted 16 times in the last three weeks and has turned those 16 targets into 15 catches for 245 yards and two touchdowns. This week, they're going up against San Fran, and they got shredded by Jameis Winston. And the top target for Tampa last week, Mike Evans, had 116 yards and a touchdown. I expect this guy to do a right around the same, and that guy is Tyler Lockett. He has been unbelievable for Doug, for uh, Russell Wilson. Doug Baldwin is more or less an afterthought in that offense point. Uh, yeah. Lockett's yeah, been the guy that changed. he's been. He, Lockett's been the guy he's been looking at deep every single time he goes to go deep. He used to go to Baldwin, but not anymore. Yeah, you've seen. I mean, Lockett's been around for years, and I feel like every fantasy year he has a big game, and someone adds him in fantasy, and they never pans out. Uh, but I think he's been around long enough now. He's actually like a good receiver. <laughs> you know, it's taken yeah. him some time. Sometimes it does. For my set, I'm actually going to the same game that Kyle went to, the Minnesota game, uh, and Josh Gordon. But believe it or not, these past few weeks, uh, Minnesota secondary has actually been pretty stout, and they held Aaron Rodgers to 198 passing. Uh, I expect Tom Brady to struggle against Minnesota, like we talked about in the pick'em section. And I think if they're going to rely on the passing game, I think it's going to be mostly Edelman and Gronk, and I think Gordon will be an afterthought. So if you have Gordon, I would not recommend playing him. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. That's a very, very interesting pick, in my opinion, just because I don't know. I, I think that I think that he's still a really good player and still has a lot of like good play. Oh, don't get me good wrong. Pick, he's a pick. he's a he's a great player. But I just yeah. think the matchup this week does not bode well for him. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, well, unless you guys have anything else, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Ride the Pine. No, what do you guys just, think? Well, I, I think I'm just going to plug my YouTube channel right now, which if you search it on YouTube, it is Wartrout Gaming um what w-a-r-t-r-o-u-t logging in right now gaming yeah you should i play a lot of different games right now i'm doing a lot of dead by daylight which i play with dan sometimes and uh you know our friends tom rat um my brother tom and sometimes lauren but not recently so check that out also check out twitch uh tv same channel name or trout gaming and yeah, I pretty much, you know, before I make the videos, I, I stream the content. So if you really want to see it first, uh, go to Twitch and you'll probably see it there. And my cat's going crazy. So that's cool. Anyway, uh, anybody else got anything to plug? I guess so. Yeah, go ahead, Kyle. Not a plug. So um, real quick, if we got five seconds or less, or less no. uh, most passing touchdowns this year, Mahomes or Andrew Luck? Mahomes. Uh, I'm going to go with right Andrew now, Luck. Or like it, it, who we think is going to finish with. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to finish? Just because right now, I mean, Luck's the guy's just Mahomes. on fire. Uh, it's insane. And right now, I mean, he's got a little bit of a lead. I think it's 37 to 35. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Right behind him. That's a really, I didn't, I didn't even know that was like a Is that right? right now. Dan, I don't know. Y- yes, you, that actually is right. Play. Mahomes has 37 and Luck has 35. And what's, he just threw three. And what's crazy to think run. about, what's crazy yeah. to think about though, Kyle, if, if, if when you're mentioning that is, uh, 10 of those 35 touchdowns is to Eric Ebron. Almost a yeah, third of his touchdowns are to a tight end. And, and that's with wow. someone like with T.Y. Hilton. And they are, they've been, they're known for passing to their running backs. So to have that many. Uh, yeah, no, I, to answer your question, I'm going to go with, uh, with uh, Andrew Luck. Yeah, I would say Mahomes is a popular pick here, but like Luck is really turning it on. I mean, if something happens and the Chargers lose a game or two and the Chiefs are kind of locked into whatever position they're in, week 17, but quiet for them. You know, if they're pretty much 
if they're already seated and it's not going to change. And Indy's not going to be seated. <laughs> they're going to be needing to win. That's true. That's a good point. Indy is so going to have to play a lot. That, like really- yeah, we'll see. So, And then my last question for you guys is, uh, with that said, will either one of them break the all-time record? Which used to be had, held by Tom Brady at 50, and then Peyton Manning broke that at 55. I don't know, man. That's really... You know, at the beginning of the year, I would have said, yeah, absolutely. Like, Mahomes right, is going to break it. Fire. Because... He was like he threw like thirteen touchdowns in the first like two or three games or something like. Yeah, but you know what's cool? Um, he's uh he's just outside of the rankings. He's at he's tied for twenty second rate all time. Yeah, through just twelve weeks. Wow, he's That's already twenty second all time for most passing touchdowns in thirty seven. Wow, and he's got to throw another eighteen over what five games? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's gonna, I think he's gonna have to have a, a five touchdown performance. Yeah, I think he could do it, but I don't know if he will because, like you said, if they if 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 the Chargers drop a couple games and that's not as urgent for the Chiefs, I think that they could, you know, they might sit him like in those last couple games or that last game or so, you know, keep him fresh and everything like that. I don't know, man. I think that if he like really cares about that kind of thing, I think he's going to go for it. And, you know, even if they want to sit him, I think that he might not let them, you know. I, I think yeah. that he, he could do it this year, but I think it might be a bit of a long shot. Yeah, you know as what's kind of cool, I, too? I don't know. He might not. Go ahead. Um, as of right now, in it was 2013 when Manning broke it. I think he was at 37 at the same point. Oh, really? Which is kind of cool. That is pretty cool. That could happen, then. I, I, think he's gonna, I think he's going to get close. I don't think he's going to do it, though. I don't know. Might come down one of those things where, again, the referees are like, nah, it wasn't technically a touchdown because he didn't break the plane or something like that, even though he definitely did. Man, you have this thing against the referees <laughs> in this episode. I always have a thing against the referees. <laughs> have you ever... T- you, you've talked to me before. You know that I don't have... I don't, I don't like the referees. So, yeah. Anyway, I think it's possible. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. Dan, uh, yes or no? Uh, I'm, I'm a no, also. Uh, I, I don't think he's... Uh, I think he's going to come close... But I, I think it, I think that record is just too hard to break. But that was a phenomenal season he had where he broke. No, yes. I don't think. I yeah, don't, so, I don't, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I said I, I just don't. So. I, I don't think down the stretch, especially if Kansas City has such a good record. Uh, as much as he's not going to want yeah. to be sat, I think he's uh, Reed is going to be like, no, you're sitting. I'm resting you for the playoffs. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. think he'll he'll come within maybe five or six touchdowns, but then Reed's going to sit him in the last week. Yeah, yeah. If they can't. I mean, if they can, if they can go for first, you know, first seed, that then they will. You know, this is kind of cool. That I just looked it up. In the last five games, Peyton Manning threw nineteen touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes wow. needs to throw nineteen touchdowns. Wow, this could be cool. I, I'm looking forward to the run, and I'm looking forward to what how Breeze is going to finish his year. Yeah, it's it's going to be a really interesting end of the year. Huh. Most definitely. So with that. That's going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Thank you guys for joining me, as always. Um, Please uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and make sure to go on Anchor and check us out. Uh, You can search for us on our new home. We've been there for, what, a little over two months now, Ron? Uh, Yeah, since like September. So yeah, two months. Uh, It's been great. They've been really great to us. Um, We really enjoy being on there. yeah. Make sure to go uh, follow us, like I said, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ride the Pine Pod. Um, also, buy we- our shirts. Yes, please. And where can we find those shirts, Ron? Those are at www.tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash Ride the Pine Pod. And also, uh, don't forget, uh, we are actually in talks with Cardinal Branding um, to actually have our logo uh, kind of redone in a more stylish way. 
Um, Ron, uh, Rhett did make our logo initially, and we do thank him for that, but he has actually uh, been in talks with him. He's uh, looking at possibly redoing our logo, so we'll, mm. I look forward to seeing what that comes out to be. Um, very interesting. It would be. Um, and if you're feeling especially generous, you can head to patreon.com backslash ride the pine and uh you can always uh a donation is always helpful we always appreciate it um for ron and kyle i'm dan thanks for joining and we'll see you next week for another episode of ride the pine have a good one guys thanks guys happy week 13 have a good one guys Three, two, one. <laughs> so I was texting and didn't think about snapping, uh, so I just like, <laughs> I just like tapped my fingers in front of it. <laughs> that, was, that was so good. Oh, Ron's gonna love that one. <laughs>